0: always keeping a beady eye on that oil price, $56.23. Um, you think it's going to keep climbing for the foreseeable future? Uh, so, you
1: know, yeah, oil has just kept marching higher, and the main driver here is, of course, um, the OPEC nations, which continue to indicate that they plan on Extending their um, production cut agreement beyond March next year, but I've seen that there's a, a potential meeting that they, they an interim meeting that they plan on having um, later uh, later this month, and this could be something that that continues to support um, oil markets and yeah, for the time being, it seems as though uh, oil will will remain firm and um we'll we'll have to wait and see whether they they actually do extend these production cuts, and then of course, if they, they indicate that they will extend the output cut agreement, then we need to look at compliance because of course it 's always important to remain mindful of what is being done rather than what um, you know they say they're going to do. but for the time being, it does seem as though we' will remain firm and as as we know by now. Higher oil prices, unfortunately, bad news for South African consumers Mm. as it tends to push up um, the cost of fuel.
0: And inflation data for the month of August uh, showed that CPI accelerated slightly to 4.8% year-on-year, Yana. And um, were there any surprises in that data, though?
1: Sakina, not really any surprises in the data, um, that acceleration in the inflation rate to 4.8% year-on-year year was slightly softer than consensus expectations for an increase to 4.9% year-on-year. Year. So the inflation environment is, is slightly uh, more benign than, than what is generally perceived. And um, we, as we expected, um, it was more robust transport inflation that bolstered that headline CPI reading. And as we just discussed, you know, higher oil prices its still something that factors into um, has a direct impact on consumer prices. So that's perhaps one component of the CPI basket that continues to pose risks um, in the months to come, uh, stemming from higher fuel prices. But that being said, if we look at the core inflation rate, which strips out those more volatile price components such as food, fuel, energy and um also non-alcoholic beverages, then that inflation rate actually softened um, in August to 4.6% yeah, and this is the lowest rate in more than five years. And what this is telling us is that underlying inflationary pressures continue to dissipate. And this, of course, is, is something that's good news for consumers. Um, in our view, we think that CPI could soften further still through the course of the next um, roughly six months, and this is um, the result of, of you know the effects of prior rent um, strength filtering through to consumer prices. It's alleviating pressure on on um, consumer prices. And of course, South Africa is currently in a monetary and credit environment, which is relatively tight. And this also means that there's very limited space for inflation to really gain momentum. So even though we saw that slight acceleration in August, we still hold a, a, you know, a a positive view on on what CPI could do through the course of the next uh, few months.
0: Yana, the main event on the international markets yesterday was the U.S. Federal Reserve's latest decision on monetary policy. So just talk to us about the outcome of that.
1: So, uh, the Fed uh, decided not to do anything to interest rates, which was widely expected by markets, so there were no surprises there. But the main, um, I think the main event um, at that meeting last night was that the Fed uh, decided to announce that they will start trimming their balance sheet uh, from next month. Now, this is something that, that was very well telegraphed by the Fed, so also not really any surprises there. And the the, the Fed also indicated that this um, balance sheet tapering, if you want, uh, will be done at a pace of roughly $10 billion um, dollars a month. Now, while this number seems quite significant at face value, and if you take it in context, um, you know, the Fed has a balance sheet that's worth $4.5 trillion. So uh, reducing their balance sheet at a, at a pace of $10 billion a month um, is a very, very gradual rate of, of Balance sheet reduction, and it will take decades for the Fed to work through their balance sheet if they continue to um, reduce at this rate. So, not any surprises there either. And although the Fed maintained a, you know, slightly hawkish stance, indicating that they do plan on raising interest rates further, um, the market, in, the market uh, response has been relatively muted. We've seen the dollar finding some support, but if we look at how the rand has responded, um, it's actually re- remained. Um, relatively flat um, it's still hovering just above that 13 rand 30 level against the dollar but we didn't see a significant sell off in the rand in response to this news which suggests that it was um, it has already been priced into the market so not really any surprises there
0: and uh, just finally Yana focus now shifts to the local central bank decision today uh, what are we expecting from the Saab here
1: um, yeah, it is widely expected that the South African Reserve Bank will reduce interest rates again today by 25 basis points. And this will be the second time that they reduce interest rates in the current um, uh, cutting cycle, and it will take the the repurchase rate to 6.5%. Now um, we think that the Saab has sufficient room to lower interest rates at present. As we've just discussed already, um, inflation dynamics are of such a nature that um, the Saab has room to reduce interest rates. CPI is very comfortably within the Saab's 3 to 6% target band, and inflation expectations are also relatively anchored. So these are factors that that suggest that the Saab, in fact, has room to reduce interest rates. And uh, further, just strengthening um, this view, is the fact that the the RAND has retained some resilience uh, despite this sell-off that we've seen through the course of the past two weeks or so. And finally, also, we still have a very weak economic environment, despite the fact that the country um, emerged from recession in Q2. So uh, the combination of soft inflation, a weak growth environment, and a rate that is relatively resilient all suggests that the Saab um, has scope to, to lower interest rates, and we'll be interested to see uh, what their stance is and indications on future um, interest rate uh, policy risks and whether or not they, can, they, they give indications that they will be comfortable to cut again, uh, possibly as soon as November this year.
0: Mm, indeed. But thank you so much, Jana and Diefen. No doubt we'll be talking more about that tomorrow morning. And Jana is, of course, um, the Head of Financial Markets at ETM Analytics.